Southeast High. Welcome back. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. I'm Tyler. And Condra, we have our guest returning. Welcome back, Blake. Blake. welcome back. Hey, I, I was getting into it, but he's trying to say welcome back. I was like, snapping along. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, welcome. Yeah, I've never done that sting before. Yeah. Welcome back, Cotter. Classic. Can we do a welcome back, Cotter cast? A cot cast? I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, you know, I do a thing on my main podcast that when one of my co-hosts said the bad joke, we let it sit there and move on. That was one of those moments. I just dropped out. <laughs> yeah. So today we're talking about minute 58 of High School Musical 3 senior year. Minute 58 starts out with them yelling, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and ends with them singing, the boys are back while Troy is like zipping along on a tire. Like you do. Like you do. Yeah. Just casual. <laughs> Tires just as big as he is, too, so that's fun. This is this is kind of a, a big a hefty minute of, of this movie. Yeah. A lot of stuff happens. We get our we get our classic Ortega dance break TM. Yeah. The O really is like like it really signals that there's a dance break coming because it's not quite a key change. Yeah, you're like, oh no, we're about to get a dance break right now. <laughs> no, that, that was their rallying call for their dance troupe. They just showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, when okay. we do this, this is our signal, guys. <laughs> so yeah, they well they also slap the ground like they do like oh. a little. Also, is it um, as a like, seismic? Bend down, smack the ground, and then sort of zombie padded <laughs> figures all appear. Their costuming is wild. The extras dance, the extra dancers, I don't understand. <laughs> Looking back at it now, this is bizarre. Like, I don't know where the costumes came from. Why is like this at all? <laughs> it's almost like stripped down football pads, like the bare bones without any of the padding on. Yeah, it does give that like Beetlejuice vibes a little bit. But overall, I mean, to call a spade a spade, like they're just doing thriller, right? Oh, it's, it's, yeah. it, this reminds me of um, Glee when they had the Super Bowl show and they did the thriller dance with like heads be rolled. That's what this reminds me of with the whole like dance secrets and the off and like the pads and everything. That's this first thing that popped in my brain. <laughs> so I think, yeah, thriller then, Ty. I mean, I, th- I don't remember thriller being in a junkyard specifically, but the sort of pavement, sort of urban fantasy mm. vibe of like, okay, I guess it almost gives off the Warriors as well, which is the other. The other vibe that feels like this, like people in pads, but also like gunky makeup. Blake, you know the Warriors? Um, help me out on this one because this, this is a reference I didn't get. Oh, um, <laughs> like 1980 cult classic movie about um, New York street gangs. It's where Can You Dig It comes oh, from. Oh, okay. I, that, that reference I get. <laughs> that one I got. I just didn't know where it came from. All these street gangs have to you know brawl in new york city and one's trying to get back to coney island they're the warriors is that the warriors like the taunting version of it too that he used to say yeah i looked it up i know what this is now i just looked it up (laughs) circling we're just circling around like the visual aesthetic like warriors definitely what pioneered a little bit of that vibe and then thriller thriller is in the same vein I didn't think about Thriller watching this, but it totally is. And I'm like, yeah, it's... <laughs> you can see it's it. It's just a bunch <laughs> of zombies who come out, yeah. For no reason. Like, there's no reason for it. But they, like I said, they had the the, the call from the ooze, and that's what got their attention. <laughs> and then they slapped the ground to truly summon them. 
a ghostly whale. <laughs> now I'm just picturing a whale, and that's a ghost, a ghost whale. Yeah, I went ghostly whale. That's I went Muppet's Christmas Carol. I went Muppet's Christmas Carol with the ghostly whale. That's where I went. Marley and Marley. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, Very in season for that. Perfect. Yeah. So I feel like the dance break isn't anything like it's as good as their break dancing in the last minute, but just the more people I feel like doesn't add anything. Well, it's the spectacle of layering. So we have Troy and Chad in the front, and then we have these backup dancers. Some of them are on the ground, but some of them are also standing up on cars. It's like if you were watching a musical and you had your lead actors in the front, but then there's also like these other dancers up in the rafters. It's almost like and- we're not watching a musical currently. <laughs> I'm thinking of a that. staged musical. I'm I sorry. It's almost like watching a musical. <laughs> Tyler showing his true colors. I'm going to go see the waitress staged musical later today. I'm waiting for it to come on streaming because I didn't have the time to get tickets to it. It's coming on streaming next week, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I was trying to look it up. Is it coming to Amazon or Amazon Prime Video? I looked it up. I actually looked it up last night. Okay, cool. Because okay, I, I couldn't get there yesterday, so I was thinking if I didn't have time, I might wait. But wait, and we'll just watch it at home over the holidays, Ty. Yeah, because me and my wife okay. want to watch it. We wanted to watch it, but we didn't have the time. And we're like, oh, they are streaming. Cool, we'll just watch it in streaming. Yeah, we'll just. Yeah, watch- I, I was like, am I going to enjoy it more if I'm sitting in the theater, like? But it's if it's just a staged, like if it's just a filmed staged. I actually, yeah. what was it? I saw Newsies in theater like that. The um, Fathom Event. That was see amazing, that. though. That was so much fun to watch it like, on a big screen like that. that so, like, with anything yeah. like that, it was it's probably going to be fun. Yeah. That's and, why I'm tempted. And Spirited Away was, Live was really good on a big screen, too. But that was a whole different. That's a whole different beast. Like. <laughs> I will say, though, I appreciate it with Newsies. With Newsies, they put an intermission in for us. So, we had a chance to run and go to the bathroom and get another drink and come back for the second half. Like, I love that. I did that with us. I didn't expect it. Love any show with an intermission. Yeah, it was yeah. a nice surprise. It was a very nice surprise. Come on, Marty Scorsese. Put an intermission in, coward. Honestly, that would probably help because this movie's are so long. Um, speaking of things being so long, the song's still, still happening. <laughs> <laughs> it is musical that we're watching. <laughs> but we get the dance break. See, so like on the soundtrack, this whole part's not going to be there. So it doesn't feel as long musically. What do you mean? So usually I'm thinking like Newsies and other Kenny Ortega, like they cut out the dance breaks parts of the song and just cut in the lyrics. Not this song. This is actually exactly how it is in the soundtrack. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, I listened I was to it recently. Say, this this doesn't strike me as something like you know. It's for a musical adaptation, like like a stage musical. Sometimes they do cut out portions of the song that are like just meant for the visual, but usually it's dialogue. Mm. But yeah, I actually, but I've been doing actually following along with your guys' show. I go back listen to the soundtrack. Just so within my brain, I'm listening to the show. So, like, nice. I actually listened back to the song on the soundtrack just before doing this, just so it was in my brain. So, yeah, he did keep this whole sequence in there for the music-wise. Okay. The songwriters compose every part of the song, mm-hmm. even the even the dance break. Like, it's still musically part of the song, so. I could also have seen them just cutting it, though. Yeah. Like... I, I'm just saying, I just listened to the soundtrack, so it's definitely in there. Yeah, okay. So, as this sort of, you know, zombie crowd dance break sequence comes to an end one of the guys like jumps from like way high up from a car down mm-hmm. to the ground and like that's impressive yeah, yeah. definitely absolutely <laughs> and then we get this other bit where troy and chad are now in a car 
the, they're revving the engine and the the hood, like the Falls hood of the car off. blows off. Hold on, you're missing the fact that he randomly has sunglasses on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's mixed yeah. up to yes, me. And they jump into the group that have glasses on for no reason. And then they do this over the top like driving sequence. <laughs> Where the wheel is not in the car and Zach's holding it like a child, like holding a paper plate. Yeah, this, they're, and they're like arguing over the steering wheel. So it's not even staying on the driver's side. It's going over all yeah. around. And I like how the hood falls off and or not the hood, but the roof. Yeah, it's very it reminds me of Greece, almost like the end of Greece. I was like, this gives off Greece energy. I was going to ask you guys, like, what's the what's the touch point for like starting to drive a car and then the the roof blows off like that? Because it's not a Blues Brothers thing. I was thinking, I, see, I went Grease Lightning too in Greece. That's actually where I went too. So I, I'm not sure other than that. For the audience at home, I started doing the arm motions like I was in the Grease Lightning song. <laughs> it's a sick. You, you just gotta do it. It's a requirement. It. <laughs> We're not thinking about it. You just gotta do it. You mentioned Grease Lightning. You gotta do it. Like, just. It's systematic. Anyway. <laughs> don't get me started on Grease. Don't get me started. That's one of those musicals I know by heart. So don't ever get me started. <laughs> well, this is Grease. It's five. Five? Something like that. This is Grease Five, yeah. So there we go. We're just getting back to the to the Grease averse. So they also they also are just start screaming when they're in the car. Like and it, it's very hard to tell. Like I think the car's just sitting still. We're not meant to it assume is. the car's moving. Uh-huh. They're just pretending sitting still in the car. Mm-hmm. And they're just going over the top of it. They're having so much fun. This is the ultimate play session. And then after that 10 seconds of them being like, ah, steer, steer, no, no. The 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 music just sort of like does a beat and then they go, the boys are back. <laughs> and then like the song resumes. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Very in sync in that way, I oh, suppose. Yeah. They take off their sunglasses. <laughs> they do more posing. I like how much posing this song has. I think it's really funny that it just is like, oh, yeah, we got to do another pose. It's been... 30 seconds we haven't posed so they had lots to pick from for like movie posters and stuff movie posters got for teenage for teenage girls to cut out cut out of their magazines and things like that just random poses yeah all right you guys ready for the big twist here we go here we go i was waiting Babies? for this, I was waiting for this. So, so troy and chad crawl under a car when they crawl under the car the lights of the car turn on and then when they crawl out of the car, they are no longer seniors in high school, 17 or 8-year-old boys. They're like But in fact, seven. like, 7-year-old boys. <laughs> They're so little. So I'm going to take They're very cute. So, okay. So, 2008, this movie was coming out. And there was, this is early, like, this is before, like, now, where you know every little bit of the movies going in. But you heard, they were hiring little kids for this movie. And there was no context for it. There was no context to why they were hiring little kids for this movie because why would they be hiring kids for his musical three? So when this sequence is happening, I'm in the theater and no one knew what's happening the first time we're all seeing it. So when the little boys come out, they tie all the all the females and they just start screeching like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we're doing this!" <laughs> it's such a cute idea though, and it really intensifies the like the hyper fantasy sequence. I think it's a really fun idea for this, even though the kids are not great dancers and like oh, no, but they don't the really look like Chad or Troy. <laughs> but you know what's fun about it though is 
if you look at it, the story they're telling in the song, they go back to how they were. And we were talking about how, in the last minute, how they had these old dance sequences they were doing as kids. This is them as kids doing what we saw earlier. Yeah. What we were that's, joking about yeah, in the last absolutely. minute. So that's exactly what happened here. So, yes, specifically the children do the back-to-back pose and then they do the handshake like the... Yeah, pop, they're pop, big. Pop, slap. Yeah. Their big secret handshake that they've done multiple times throughout the series. But then the the dancing that they do is mostly just like walking around and shuffling yeah. their shoulders around. Yeah, it was simple. It's simple, but f- it's simple but adorable. That's the key part about this. <laughs> and Chad and Troy have done the, those moves in the dance sequence previously, so exactly. we're seeing a repetition. I have the names of the children. Oh, okay. Oh, the names yeah, of the us. children. Go tell us. Mm-hmm. Young Troy. And this is interesting because they're not listed in the IMDb or the credits as like young Troy and young Chad because they don't actually have lines. So in the IMDb, they're actually con- just considered like featured dancers for The Boys Are Back. Mm. So young Troy is played by Skylar Johnson, who doesn't actually, well, he has one other credit. He was like a background character in. Uh, a TV adaptation of the book Dear Dumb Diary, which was like a Diary of a Wimpy Kid ripoff. Yeah, but for girls. And yeah, he was just sort of a background. I think he was dancing in that one as well. Uh, if you if you Google him, there's a couple like fluff articles from a couple years ago about like the actor who played young Troy in High School Musical 3 is going to prom himself now. And it's like, okay. I guess anyone, anything for clickbait. Mm-hmm. And the actor who played young Chad is Tuinuya Twita. Sorry if I don't know exactly how to pronounce the name. There was discrepancy over his name in the IMDb and over Google. So that was the closest I could find. He wasn't ever in anything else. This is like the, a one-time thing. There's no Easter egg like where this is Zac Efron or Corbin Blue's like younger brothers or cousins or anything. They're just random kids. Probably local to Utah kind of deal, like the way Martha was originally. Yeah. I, I'd love to know, like, what they, they told the kids. Like, you're going to be brought in, like, to dance around Zach Afron and Corbin Blue in the third high school <laughs> musical. Like, how do you explain that to kids like that? Like, they're probably freaking out because they probably love these movies anyway. So, like, oh, my God, we get to do this? <laughs> they get to meet know, but... Zach Efron and Corbin Blue. Exactly. They might be a little young for High School Musical, though, because they're, mm. you know, seven years old. It, it, yeah. I don't know, I don't though. It might, it might not be, like, yeah. their favorite thing. It but just might be, like, a movie is. they've seen. Yeah. Or maybe they have older sisters who are obsessed with Zac Efron, so they've already seen the movies. You don't know. I'm just using logic here. That is possible. They could have been really into the baseball scene in the last movie, though. Also true. <laughs> I... I like that they're wearing like mini versions of their outfits and then the little Troy has got the headband on. I think that's a really funny detail. Yeah, I I want to know in wardrobe, like, can we have the same outfit just um, in kid size? Just smaller. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure somewhere out there, there's a press photo of the young versions and the older versions next to each other. Yeah, there had to be. Even if it's just from on set that day. So then the children turn like turn around because they hear some noises and they see like, I don't know, it's mostly just a big platform type thing. But the uh, the dancers from the previous moment of the movie are like waving all these car parts around. So it looks like a big monster contraption. 
It reminds me of the puppet Volkswagen in Beatles in Love that gets, like, the car crash puppet, where they, like, have all the pieces and they, like, spin them kind of thing. It just Are you talking have, about Cirque du Soleil? I am talking about Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't think that's a touch point for anyone uh, other than you. My One of my coworkers. Okay, great. I, I mean, I like the idea of instead of like machinery, like moving all this stuff around, like they didn't have to build a giant automatic contraption. They just had like the dancers stand up on a ledge and go wave this car car door around. So it looks like it's moving. It's very it's very like um like on stage musical, like you were trying to say earlier. Yeah. <laughs> this is very like like going old school about it. And the kids do look scared, too, which is good. Now, were they told in advance that that was going to off behind them? <laughs> or, like, it was one of those situations, like, just look up and look scared, and then they showed them what was going to happen. Like, that's a natural reaction. <laughs> Kids are pretty good at, you know, pretending to be frightened, I think. Oh, yeah. They're good at tapping into those emotions. Yeah. Easy one to project. The And then, so as a response to the giant car contraption scaring them, they sort of turn around and start rolling a tire... <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna like build a giant car to help fight it, but also it's fun to roll around tires. Like I don't blame them for that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's also one of those like major oversized tires that's like who actually uses this tire other than monster well, trucks? Well, when it's the kids rolling the tire, it's a normal sized tire that's their sized. So it's barbified. So they, they keep the proportions depending on Yes. Nice. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then when it cut, it, it, immediately right after they start rolling the tire, they roll it off screen, and then we cut back to Troy and Chad full-sized rolling the tire, but now it's a big tire, and Troy's doing like a, while it's rolling, I'm going to sort of jump up and sit on it for a half a second thing. I do love the transition, though. Like That's a really mm-hmm. cool little transition. They did go from tire to tire like that. Like It's a cool thing to do. But yeah, Zach just jumping on the tire, rolling on it, like sitting on it. That was very funny. I mean, I preferred the transition into the children over the transition out of the children. But they true. couldn't crawl very back true. under a, a truck. Like, they couldn't repeat the transition. That would have been <laughs> too much. I agree. It's just, I, I, I was also just curious how long it would be the little kid versions of them. And I was glad that it was short because I wanted, like, just because within the context of this podcast, like, I wanted it to be within the minute. Yeah. It really it really is impressive overall. I had two moments while I was watching this minute where I just gasped. <laughs> like, because we had all the zombies show up, and I was like, whoa. And then yeah. the kids showed up, and I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, this is huge. This is a big minute. This is a big minute. Yeah. I just love the fact that his reaction to the children is, ah. <laughs> <laughs> children, stay away. <laughs> Speaking of shunning things that are important for the sake of getting into frivolous things, We've got a segment. Cue the music. Okay, Condra, you, you've, you're, you've got a decom for us. Have I you do. Not? I have a classic decom to share with you, and y'all will guess the plot or come up with a with a movie that goes along with this title that I'm about to give you. Uh-oh. So I am introducing to you the 2012 film Let It Shine, 
starring Tyler James Williams, Coco Jones, Let it shine. Trevor Jackson. I've heard of this, but I've never heard what it's about. I've heard of it, though. Blake, you haven't seen this movie? No, I know what it is, but I don't know what it's about at all. Like, I've heard okay. of it. Okay. Directed by Paul Hone and lots of, lot, a, a pretty decent sized cast. So, so let okay. it shine. Shine. Like, I'm trying to remember 2012. What the hell were they doing in Disney for 2012 movies? <laughs> like, geez. Well, it's a decom, so it's also just yeah. a different category. Shine yeah. makes, it, makes it seem like it's a possibly like a singing and dancing type movie. But I feel like I would have heard about it more if it was. But it's not <laughs> Camp yeah. Rock, and it's not Lemonade Mouth. Like, I'm trying to figure out where this would go. Because my brain, when I heard Light of Shine, was a musical, but then I would have heard about it. I would have known what this movie was if it was a musical, so it's not. It's a yeah. June <laughs> release, too, just so you know. Early June. Okay. Is, it a summer mo- Is it like a summer movie? Like, I'm trying to think. Maybe it's a summer movie <laughs> like, they used to, like they used to do all the time. So, the sun has died. Ooh. But Earth... Despite despite their ruinous dis- destruction of the ozone layer, has actually kept in enough heat to survive. But the light is all gone, so everyone lives in underground tunnels that are heated by geothermal energy. I really want to know out of your mind, Tyler. I really do. <laughs> but one child knows the secret to turning the sun's energy back on, <laughs> much like Spock in that one Star Trek that wasn't good. The one that wasn't good. <laughs> Fair point. I'm a Star Wars guy, so <laughs> um, I'm a I'm a both guy, but also yes, <laughs> lots of Star Treks are bad. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm laughing, it's, it's over the top. <laughs> so it's basically just a uh, it's basically just City of Ember, but it's about yeah. turning the sun back on. <laughs> save us because we're not even remotely close well, uh, we gotta get we gotta guess a little bit more yeah you gotta you we gotta, gotta guess keep a little, little bit more. more okay i'm gonna let it shine so you have your science fiction option of course i, I was more thinking like i was more leaning toward like one of those silly stupid decon summer movies where for no reason whatsoever they're on they're out like a beach for no reason but like they have to deal with the fact that there's storms all the time, and they need it to be shiny for for them to actually have fun. <laughs> but that way, how stupid at Disney movies are. That's how stupid they are sometimes. Stupid yeah. and simple. I, well, the, but I love your sci-fi idea better because it's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> with me, the phrase "let it shine," well, it 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 ha- it gives a it gives a keep shining vibe. Like it's almost akin to "Stay Golden Pony Boy." It's a it's a sort of bit of folksy wisdom of like letting your inner personality come out and, you know, being your true self, like let your true self shine. Let exactly. it shine. Yeah. And that leads it back to musical. That goes back to the musical thing. But, may, but maybe it's a movie about some bullied kid who has oh, to, yeah. has to be true to themselves. And, and in that case, what we're looking for is the hook. Is it a, is it a skateboarding movie? Is it a tap dancing movie? Is it a <laughs> painting or DJing movie? We've these are all different versions of decom hooks that we've seen before. Yeah. See, the the question is who is the is the bully is the bully itself trying to get the try to be the good guy again at the, at the end? Are they trying to reform the bully, or is the person who's being bullied trying to get out of this bad situation? I mean, I think it's the person who's being bullied, but then, you know, the bully is also involved in the story. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to think which way we're going with this. Usually it's like the bully also secretly enjoys the thing, and then they have to team up. Yeah. But I'm trying to figure out what the thing would be here. So so what's, um like, uh, light brights? What are, what are those things called where they're like the little toys that you sl- slide the pegs in yeah, and then you make light, light shapes time. out of? It's a light yep. bright. It's a light bright. You got it right. So is there a light bright competition? When you say light bright, I, I, I could see that being like the final visual. Like the light bright comes up and says like whatever the message of the story is by the end. <laughs> <laughs> is, there an, is there another version of like cheap commercial shill like Condra, you might remember these better than me. What What is another, like, hacky uh, light-up toy from the mid-2000s? Not not that they would be cashing on this in 2012. I just like this line of thought. Well, they had all the light-up shoes, like the Skechers, because those were <laughs> prizes on, um, on the Nickelodeon game shows a lot. Do they still do light-up shoes for kids? Yes, they do. They do. They do. I feel like I never had light-up shoes when I was a kid. You did. And I'm huh? better off for it. It built character. Tyler, you did have light up shoes. I have a kid okay. in high school. They still I have a kid in high school, they still exist. <laughs> okay. So it's the light bright movie, is that what we're going with? Sure, why not? At this point, sure. <laughs> kid gets bullied for for making light bright art, but turns out they're really good at it and they put up this whole like art installation and they need the bully to help um build the art installation. Because the bully's really good at like electric wiring, ah, there it so is. So they There's need to like, te- like it's the aesthetic art versus like the mechanical engineering, and they both realize that with each other they can make something beautiful, but on their own, no one respects their individual talents. Ta-da! Okay. I think I just cinched it at the end there. I think that's <laughs> I think great. so. I think you know it tied together perfectly. Well, I hate to say it, but it's a musical. <laughs> Oh really? Or How did I hear about this? Or it's got me. It is centered around music, so your wow. your Let It Shine vibes was totally right. It is about a teenage boy who is a choir director at his father's church, but also secretly writes rap lyrics and wins a contest. But his best friend is given the credit for being this pseudonymed rapper. Which causes conflict in the fact that his friend is getting the credit over him to impress this girl. And she actually ends up starting to have feelings for our our main character and not the best friend. And there's lots of like, he's hiding his identity. Things are coming out about who he really is. And she starts to not trust him. And then the father finds out that he's been secretly rapping because he doesn't like rap music. <laughs> and, um, like you they, that the friends have like conflict because the main character went on like a little date with the girl that the best friend liked. And there's a rapping challenge at the end of it and it ends with a big song so wow yeah so he he shines like a black star black star keeps shining exactly 
So I, I, I had to look the soundtrack up while you were talking. And I was like, first of all, I recognized the cover immediately when yeah. it popped up on my phone. And the other thing I noticed immediately was Tyler James Williams is the star of this movie? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, Wait, I what? listed the names and y'all were... It didn't click. It didn't click. And yeah. you just looked who Tyler James Williams was from Alvin Elementary. It didn't even click. Yeah. It's the same guy. That sort of thing. like, Wait a minute. I know that face. So two things for me. I don't know who that is and also my my discord had frozen out while you had said who the cast was so i did not hear that oh, in the okay. first place i'm sorry okay. well, actually for those who don't know tyler james williams he um was he's currently in Ab elementary but he was also in everybody hates chris as chris mm. so like oh. those are the two major things that people would know him from besides this and things like and Disney stuff but like those are the two major things immediately yeah so it, it it's 2012 Disney Channel telling kind of a black story of faith and music and hey that's a big deal for Disney to do a black story that's a big deal like... in 2012 <laughs> yeah so I don't know how well it holds up or anything um it did fairly well when it debuted and there was a rumored sequel for a while like one of the main cast said oh there's a sequel coming but the the sequel eventually got scrapped it's pretty well enjoyed by the Disney Channel community, but it is not like one of the big ones. It is on Disney Plus, though, if people are interested in it. Sounds like a good entry into the into the genre. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it really broke that much new ground in the sense that, like, I don't know, people aren't generally talking about it as one of the, the DCOMs that holds up yeah. over all these years. But yeah. who knows? Maybe Maybe for certain people it is. Mm-hmm. I know I've seen that soundtrack cover on like the Disney um, the Disney station on CSXM. That's why I remembered it immediately because I usually obviously change the station when a song like that would come up, but like I recognize the cover art from there. Yeah. So, well, yes. I, I'm always just impressed when you find a, a a modern decom that we somehow haven't covered yet. I know <laughs> that is impressive. <laughs> it's very impressive. There are so many decoms though. Yeah. By this point, we've like sort of half looked all of them up. So it's yeah. like, it's always good when I still have no idea what the plot is. But anyway. Yeah. yeah, but you guys came up with some fun options too. So, by the way, I do have one more thing that had nothing to do with this part. But we were, remember, I remember a couple of shows ago, you guys were talking about um, High School Musical in the parks. Mm-hmm. A few weeks, yes. couple weeks ago. I, it popped in my brain. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be on the show with you guys soon. I actually saw, did, they, did, they did a High School Musical Disney on Ice. Between yes. High School Musical 2 and 3 that I did see because I we ended up getting, like, free tickets. So, I'm like, we're going to go just for the fun of it. And that was insane. Like, just watching them do, <laughs> especially doing the songs from Musical Musical 2. Like, the song sequences, you don't think would work on ice. And it actually worked out really well. <laughs> Big surprise on that one. Summer-themed music on ice is a good contrast. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool, well, though. But I want to make sure I brought that up because we were talking about the Impark stuff. Thank That's you. been in like the backlog of like stuff we could theoretically cover, but it's kind of hard to find. Yeah. But thank you for mentioning it because yeah. now, it, yeah. now it's back in our memory. Yeah. So, Blake, is there anything else for for the film without too much heavy spoilers on Tyler's part? or? Oh, yeah. Anything else about High School Musical that you wanted to say? Okay, I, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna BS here. I'm looking forward to Tyler's reaction to the ending sequences. So you're like the last like good 15, 20 minutes of this movie. I, I know it's there. And I'm not gonna say anything, but I'm looking forward to hearing his reactions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's gonna be entertaining because knowing how picky you've been early on, this third level, that third act of this movie is 
is really weird and crazy, and I can't wait to see your reaction. <laughs> I mean, I like weird and crazy. Yeah, it, it, it really gets fun. It's fun and weird and crazy, and I can't wait to see your reactions to it. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else that you want to plug or mention from your podcasting career? All right. First of all, uh, as I mentioned last show, the Blackout Out Show with Mark, we've been going every single Friday this entire year during our 10-year anniversary. We're going into our – we're actually heading up to our 500th show soon in – Oh my goodness! Wow. 2024. I was I was laying out the beginning of March, beginning of 2024 for like scheduling and guests, and I realized, wow, we're hitting 500 shows, which is crazy. <laughs> so that's a big 500 deal. 500 shows, 500 shows. You know, like Peter Paul and Mary. You should do like yep. a special <laughs> Peter Paul and Mary thing for that for that yeah. episode. There you go. But yes, I want to make sure that's a big deal. (laughs) I see how I do think that our show, we didn't let things sit there. (laughs) But no, that's a big deal. The other big deal is next year in 2024, Tyler knows this because he's invited on to the show. Clerks Minute is coming back for one final season covering Clerks Strays. I've been talking about this on other places, but this is actually going to be my retirement season. I am leaving the format. After this season, like I'm done after 10 movies, I think this will be for me. So I am leaving it on a nice big round number and I'll be, um, I'll still guest on some shows, but as I'm doing, I realize now in pre-production how much time this is and I don't have the time to do this again after this season. So my wife's yep. been very, very good about me scheduling this season out and knowing that it's a big deal for me to finish out on a high note, but this is my last season covering Clerks 3. It's fitting. If you've seen Clerks 3, this would be the last film I cover. Oh, yeah. It is a farewell. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really fitting. But so that's a big deal for us next year, me and, me and Kyle coming back to do that. So look for that next sometime next year. I think we're, I think it's recording at the beginning of the year, and it's going to air during the summer because I'm trying to tie it in with the 30th anniversary of Clerks. So I'm trying to tie it Lovely. all together. Thank you. Well, thank you for thank joining you. us here on Wildcat Minute. You're definitely in the club of the all three seasons, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad I did this. I'm actually the minute, minute you guys are like, we're doing the third season. I'm in. I'm into this. I want to finish this run, and <laughs> I'm glad I came out to do it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for making the time. Well, Condra, let's plug our stuff, then we'll head on out of here. Well, you can find us on Instagram at Amateur Nerds, or on Tumblr at Wildcat Minute. You can send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail Yeah, let us know your favorite joke from Clerks. That will never be run on the air here. <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I've been Condra. I've been Tyler. I've been Blake. And we'll see you next time to find out if the boys are back or if they are front. You can bet on it. <laughs>